This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about reviews, interviews, and my daily views. It's a story podcast about my life in Calgary. This show drops every Tuesday. In the next two episodes, we are reviewing Sauce, Italian restaurant and market, located on 17th Avenue, Southwest. This place is located in the Chorus Entertainment Building and is a weekly stop for us to curb our truffle popcorn cravings. We enjoyed this place so much during our day date. Enjoy the episode. When I first went to this place with my girlfriend Jenny, she frequents it. We went for supper one night, and ever since, I wanted to bring Jeff there. So we finally went one day while having a day date, as London was at a birthday party, and it was worth it. When you walk in, there's a giant deli on one area with ready-made meals, a small cafe style of tables and chairs, Italians and others visiting and drinking espresso. Around this, there are shelves stocked full with Italian foods, sauces, pasta, olives, sodas, and more. The stage for the popcorn is highlighted by their signature bag of metallic red. It's a large size and worth the purchase price. There's crates stamped with their signature quote S in red. The sausages and curing meats are hanging, yearning to be purchased and made into charcuterie boards. Cheeses are chilled and sliced in take-home wedges. Their dessert bar is so beautiful. Corner ceramic stove, espresso machine, pastries, and goodies galore. It's full of color. Workers waiting to help box up your favorite sweets. And we're in line for this too. Once you manage to get by this stand, you can move into the waiting area and just kind of enjoy the feeling inside the restaurant and standing beside the quote, wait to be seated sign. Good thing we made a reservation. Sorry, I'm in your way. I know. You know? These ones are kind of funny though. I love like. these jackets though. They're, they're, they're so light and so warm and they're actually not sweaty. No, know? I know exactly. Mm-hmm. Lots of red wine. I'm gonna have a rosé, Jeff. I'm totally into that lately. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
we get taken to our table, and as we're sitting and kibitzing, the waitress pours our water. We enjoy settling in for the next hour or so. When we were here, it was still chilly out, and we have our new feather light winter jackets on. As you can hear, we're quite happy with them. Thank you. It's um, happy hour until 6, so house red, white wine, highballs, and director, four ninety nine. if you're interested. And what's your house? What's house your house white? White is Pinot Grigio, and house red is um, Dobajola, which is a Cab Sav and a Sangiovese oh. blend. I was just looking Sangio for a Cab I was looking at Cab Sav. Well, yeah, but you don't, it's your house. Perfect. It's your house. Yeah. It's, it's actually... The house is normally this one, but we can't get it in, so it's okay. a similar blend. And, okay. But you yeah. like the Sangiovese and Cab Sav. Yep. I can bring you a taste if you want to try it. Oh, I'll probably just have it. Sure. Yeah. All the white, please. The white? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, because they don't have Cab Sav on glass. By the glass? No. Okay. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. It's a different one, though, from France. And what's, what's, I thought you were having a rosé. We didn't have any. Well, and happy heart. Let's do that. Yeah. So do you know any, do you have any recommendations here? Well, Jenny absolutely loves the calamari here. Oh, really? Like it's, she just loves it. Well, I think we should try it out. So here, at the time, that. I was not into calamari when I came here. And I did not care for her calamari. Did you try it? I didn't. Oh, but you've been liking uh, good I know. Cal good calamari. And her, I remember it having like a tomato sauce with it. Was and it? Everything. Yeah. Was I remember it telling soft? you about it. Soft? I don't know. Would you like the soft ones? But you're just like more. We've eaten so much fish and seafood that you're kind of like getting. Yeah, I think I'm like. Are you fine into with trying it out? Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing I saw here was the... So I was thinking about the lar lobster risotto. Oh, that was my... What I was going to suggest. But it's a chilled lobster salad on top of the risotto? Right? Yeah, so it'll be just be like that tuna salad it's usually, on top it's of usually, the risotto. It's usually cooked in the risotto. It's usually hot. but never have cold lobster risotto before. You're not really... You don't really like a contrasting thing like that, but... I've had a lot. You love I've, risotto. I've had really terrible risotto. Oh. Daryl loves risotto. And then we, we used to, him and I, when we traveled all that, that one year, we traveled so many places, we tried the risotto in every place we could get. Oh, that's funny. As we debate the menu, calamari, lobster risotto. Do you know what lobster risotto is? Think a creamy rice, but it's so soupy. It's kind of thick, like a good cheesy pasta. Risotto is typically made with a lot of butter and cheese. You can make it starting with a roux also to help with the richness of this meal. It's really good when it's prepared right. So my hubby's voice is a bit soft, but he says ravioli is not enough food. You know how ravioli comes out? You get like four squares on a giant large plate. It's sort of shocking when the price reflects like 10 orders instead of just one. So we pass on this, although it does sound yummy. So I had the spaghetti here when I was here. You did? But did yeah. you just take the chicken out? 
Jelly. I don't remember. Well, I wonder what I the wrapping is like. I don't know if I had that squash with black beans. I don't remember that. Well, the menu's different. They could have changed the menu. Look, they have archer char. I saw that. I kind of wanted to have the pasta, though. I might have that gargonzola fusilli. Well, I was thinking about that, too. Well, why don't we each get something and then split it? And try it out? Yeah. Risotto and that, or? Yeah. Or the ravioli, either Ravioli's never enough. Their portions here are not large. The risotto would be a little bit more. A little more stick to your ribs filling. Yeah. Want to do that? Yep. So we settle on the calamari to start. You want anything to start? The yeah, calamari? yeah, the calamari. Have, have the calamari? Okay, let's do that. Calamari to start? Yes, please. Um, the calamari comes with a lot of beautiful pomodoro sauce, and often people request bread to soften it up if you're interested. Sounds great. Interested. Yes, please. Yeah? yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be into that, please. And then, have you made any other decisions, or just start with that? Yeah, I think we're ready. Yeah, yeah I think so. Um, I'm going to have the uh, gargonzola fusilli, please. Perfect. And I'll have the lobster risotto, please. Great. Thanks so much. There's Thank no you. bacon or anything in that, is there? No. Okay, perfect. So nice of the waitress to offer us bread to sop up the pomodoro sauce. I, I love that. I order the fusilli. Jeff orders the risotto. And we sit and wait and we kind of take in the ambiance. The restaurant is decorated so beautifully. See the lights, Jeff? Mm. Oh shit, that's good. Yes, now that's what I was thinking maybe for the hallway. In the basement or upstairs? Upstairs. No, no, you're doing chandeliers. You gotta do something chandeliers. Yeah. Do, did you have chandeliers in the bathroom here? Because there's chandeliers in the bathroom here. Sorry, I should have um, preempted the episode with there's a few little curse words in it. The lights, though, in this place are beautiful. We're thinking of changing our lights out to something a little more spectacular than our modern, simple ones. Plain square globe style is what we have. We want something to add some character and a bit of personality, like chandeliers, maybe. It's a little weird. So think about the is beautiful, but it's kind of strange. Walk in, walk in like this. Yeah. The little hallway, and then it, it's a big thing like this. So the, Jeff's voice is a little soft, but he proceeds to tell a story about the men's washroom. So as you walk in, there's a long hallway with a giant square in the middle with only one urinal in the middle of this, which would fit many urinals. He can just see the guy waiting for him out of the corner of his eye. And then there's only one bathroom stall, which is kind of like a big closet. Things are over here. And then in a little door right here is the bathroom. Okay. So it's probably, it's probably square, but they built a wall for the toilet And then along here is the um, thing. And so there's this big area. And 
one year old right here, and like I, I it's like almost being on stage. <laughs> like they could put twelve year olds in there, so and they have one in the so, middle of the wall, nothing around, and I can just see the guy waiting for you. <laughs> tap tap tap. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. You should you should sneak in there and take a look. And then just one bathroom stall. Yeah. Okay. But so it's behind the, a wall. Right. Oh, is it open? No, is there it's a, a door? It's a door. Okay, yeah. So the ladies, you walk in, and there's like a big rectangular gray bait cat as soon as you walk in along the wall with pillows on it. What do you do when you're in there? Why do you hang out? Oh, women sit and gab and put their lipstick on and whatever. And then there's beautiful sinks along the wall. And then across from that, individual stalls. That's a, bit, that's a big castle over there. Um, do you think it's a castle? Big. Oh. It would be a Rome museum in Rome. Right. Well, they're all textured. Did you see? They're all. And each stall has its own gorgeous door hardware. Beautiful. Yeah, that's what, that's what, there's only one. And then you go in and they're super deep. Yeah, that's it would be. So you could have like three people in one stall yeah. standing up. Yeah. Like really big. And then this beautiful white chandelier. Well, I didn't notice the. And a mirror opposite. I didn't notice the um, lighting. They have some. So, yes, both the washrooms are gorgeous. Beautiful lighting, nice tapestries. It's all beautiful. Worth checking out if you're there. But I, I'm into that now. I guess now that's that's been imprinted. I'll try to do. It's been imprinted in my mind now. Chandelier upstairs. So we have to do we have to do a Japanese and chandelier in our room. I don't know if Japanese is the thing you're thinking of. No, I'm thinking Japanese because we have our art, our like our um, abstract. Abstract and Japanese is usually abstract. That's why. Asian. I, no, because Chinese is not abstract. It's just symmetrical. Japanese. I'll do a Pinterest board and see what I can come up with. Yeah, no, not Asian. Like Filipinos are people, like not Asian. No, I know. I was meaning like Oriental. Talking about sharp angle. Talking about like uh, dimensional, purposeful Japanese. Hmm. Sharp, sharp, razor sharp. Like that's our, our art is all that. It's not warm. Our bed is not that way. That is definitely Japanese. So yeah, I started making this new quilt for our bed to change things up a bit. So the new quilt I'm making is not going to suit that then. It's going to be all those pods and homespuns. <laughs> That's not our bedroom. The bedroom's not that. I know, but that's what I was making for our bed. Since when? Since I went on that retreat. That's the one I was making for our, our Um, what? Now he doesn't want this quilt on our bed? Like, um, urge. Now what am I supposed to do with this quilt I started? Like, what? Our quilt that we have I know. is exactly. our angles. Symmetrical, perfectly colorful. That's mm. what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. It's not necessarily Japanese, but it's... I know what you mean, though. I know. He's sort of right in his description. 
I made that quilt testing out a contemporary technique called matchsticks. It ended up working perfectly to our room personality. There's some pics on the website of this. This quilt took me years to finish, and I'm pretty proud of it, that's for sure. Oh, that's a good grief. Is it? This is very warm. Warm and mellow. Mine is like light and tropical. Oh yeah, nothing's not this is not even that at all. Oh yeah, this is like smoky and it's not oaky, which is woody. great. Well, that is a good grade. It's not it's not biting me or citrusy. Or... That's a bit dry. This is a bit dry? Oh this is not dry at all. In the front of my mouth. That's not dry either. No. I don't thought it was dry at all. Hmm. This doesn't dry. This doesn't soak the. It did for me, but probably because I had that. That's part. pretty. That's very good. That's um. You don't get grease. That tastes not good. Like, no. What's kind of? What's kind I don't of know. Like? Can you look? Can does Sangio Vase have a grease? We test and taste each other's wines. He's moving into more of the reds lately, whereas I'm still on the whites. Sometimes rosé. He in the end likes my wine, and I actually don't mind his. You can hear the kitchen in the background, which is just off to the back of where we are sitting. It's kind of an open concept. Oh, can you smell the garlic? I can. So this is, oh, I can. What it's did like you get? The Pinot Gris? Yeah. Smooth. Delicate, fresh, apple and pear for sure. I don't find it very citrusy. Apple and pear, yeah, no citrus. The very top one, Della yeah. Borini or yeah, something. Must be. Maybe we can check for that, Jeff. When we nice. go. Oh, I yes. really like it. I really like it a lot. Isn't it amazing when you're sitting in a restaurant and you can actually smell the food cooking, like you're sitting in your own kitchen? So look behind you, I want you to take note of something on the chandelier. You see how they covered the cord in fabric? So Erica, the lady I'm buying the table from, we just like got to chatting when I went there the first time. And I said I wanted to do these chandeliers. Oh, show me. So I was showing her my Pinterest board. And she says, make sure you cover the cord in tulle, is what she said. And I said, well, I have fabric at home. I can cover it in fabric. So she said, make sure you do. So I don't know how low you can go. I don't know how much. But I'd like it quite low in the room. How low? How, how, as long as it can go? I don't know how long it is. It doesn't look that long. But I'd like it as low as we can get it without hitting your head. Oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. They don't look that long and okay. it's a 10-foot ceiling. Okay, so as long as we can make it. ceilings are 10 feet, I'm pretty sure. They're 10, yeah. So I can't actually remember if we hung the chandeliers in my studio and in London's room at the time I did this recording initially. But when you hang a chandelier, you should cover the cords in fabric or toile or tulle. In the end, when we hung the chandeliers, we didn't have enough cord to go any longer than we could. So this chain link is showing instead of being covered in fabric. Best laid intentions, right? So this is a lot like the one at the J Web, but this is nicer. I like this one. This is nicer. Does J Web have an eating area in it? Yeah. So the J Web doesn't. 
Uh, no, yeah, we had we had breakfast in there with Jenny. We're now comparing this quote sauce restaurant with Castle or Cassis, another Italian market restaurant location we've been to a few times. It's on the corner of 17th Avenue and Crowchild Trail, right by the Curry Barracks, you know, the museum. That's on the corner of 17th Avenue when you go Crowchild South. Oh, that's Castle. Yeah, well, right. I just say Joey. Because that's know. in the place, yeah, yeah. That's called Castle. But they have a nicer... Cassis. They have a nicer grocery. Over there or here? Over there. I think their groceries are a little too pretentious in there. Whereas here, you can afford a sandwich. Their sandwich is twice as much as I never saw We were invited to a breakfast pairing with my friend Jenny and her boyfriend. It was a bit pricey at a rate of a nice meal in a fine dining restaurant. They paired all of the courses with wines, Italian wines, and it was delightful. This breakfast was held in the Cassis area and we were served by the husband and wife team that owned the place. They have a movie projector showing old black and white movies up on a big screen at the back of the place. And it might hold about 40 people. There was a one-person band playing and singing in the background. It was quite romantic. I, they have, but they have like cheeses and they have a frozen section and they have some Italian. A like, little more grocery, whereas this is more take home and make yeah. with their canned sauces and whatever. What well, sauce? Sauce, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so if you can think. But that, their bakery here is nicer than the other one. I don't remember the bakery at the other Only one. because they have hollow dollies so they're like, they're like I never ever heard you ever want a hollow dolly. I used to call them that magical doors. They're the same? Okay. I like but hollow dollies cute, eh? That is the real name. Magical oh. bar is like moms make it up because they didn't know it's called hollow dolly. So if you're not familiar with hello dollies, they are a scrumptious combination Dessert of condensed milk, chocolate chips, coconut, graham wafer crumbs, combined into layers. It's a sweet dessert bite. When I was in here, it was just booming in here. Oh, it's very early right now. It's 4.30. And they had, oh, look at There's two high chairs at this table, Jeff. Two munchkins are coming in. They oh, these are all reserved. Holy schmoly. They had reservation available. Yeah, the, with the menu on is reserved. Yeah. That's it. And that just became reserved. One behind me? Yeah, because they don't want a twosie taking up a seat for four people. This is not far from home. I know. I don't know why we've never been. Around us, the tables are getting reserved for parties that will be filling in soon. As Jeff mentioned, it's only 4.30. There's only like a few tables in there with us. The one table I notice has two high chairs at the end, side by side. They're definitely a family-friendly restaurant. Lots of street parking also on 17th Avenue and all of the off-streets around the building. Some of it's free, some of it's two-hour, but it's very close and very convenient. I want to take you to Tavernata. Oh my God, we love it there. We can practically walk home. Where is it? It's up 20th. 
it's you know where the diner is go north on Edmonton Trail sorry not 20th to go the, north to, on Edmonton Trail um, to the big the house to the Thai place as far as to the Thai place in the liquor store it used to be sushi the diner oh 20th no 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 so think of where we are at the diner deluxe on Edmonton Trail Sorry, I'm, I'm fourth. I, I got stuck in fourth. Okay, no. So the diner. Yeah. So you go up. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. We can. Maybe in the summer we can. Yeah, fairly. I mean, we've walked there before, London and I. But in the summer we could. Yeah. We could go for supper like right now and then gander home. Yeah. Get a nice free or ride or something. Or ride our bikes. Ride our bikes. Yeah. Oh, it's so great in there, Jeff. Why? The food is so good, and the people running it own it. They're so passionate and, like, lovely. They're, like... So, if you have heard of Tabernata, it's on Edmonton Trail, kind of south of 16th Avenue toward the Diner Deluxe, and close to where the old, original OEB used to be. This place is amazing. Another great option for home-cooked pasta, good wines, great ambiance. It's bustling and warm inside. Sometimes people are sitting outside in these tables playing bocce ball and enjoying lunch with kids and families all around. Thank you. And bread with the herb. Lovely. Enjoy. Could I bring fresh ground pepper for you? Uh, yes, please. Yeah, see, it's kind of different. It looks great. Uh, that, that'll be delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy. I'll cut some of this with the dish. Yeah. Put oil here. Wow, look at this whole thing. Oh, it's it's cut. Do you want to just let's put a piece on there? See, honey, this isn't a look giant pepper. Love it. So, you see this beautiful star? How nice is that? I love it. So, you want me just to cut you a corner? Yeah, which one? comes while our appetizer, the calamari. It's kind of served in open green peppers, sort of positioned so well on the plate. It smells amazing. I can kind of taste this as I'm writing, and it was very good. Different. Lots of pomodori sauce. Just set that here so I can dip my bread in the oil. Would that be okay? Absolutely. We're enjoying dipping the bread the waitress suggested into the sauces and the oils. It's delicious. Oh yeah, this is even chili. 
Not quite in their supper rush, maybe, hey? Mm. Oh, this is the bread was good, and this is good bread. That. Really good. We should do more of this. We haven't done that for a while. Mm. Oh, nice. Wow, fantastic, Jeff says. One thing about the OMAD one meal a day eating regime is that food tastes so much better. First, you are hungry. Second, you want to eat really good food when you break your fast. You don't just eat anything. You want food to be really good, like top-notch, super satisfying. Yeah, not really my style. Delicious. Oh, the pepper's delicious. Did you get some? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this is not breaded. This is. This is how I. This is like. Yeah. You love it? Yeah. Jenny loves it. This is an, this is an adult California dish. I don't love it. And you really want to love food when you only eat one time per day. Well, the green pepper is so fabulous with it. Mm -hmm. Like, look at that guy. I, I like a good bar calamari too. Mm -hmm. This is. Really, Jeff? Mm. This is like. Mm. Big boy panty calamari. It could be a little, little hotter. Less, little less cooked. Actually, you no. Know, sometimes I find the flavor better when it's not burning hot. Agreed. If it's Luke, but cooked, I find that I, I, I taste the flavors better. You're right. This is incredible, Brad, though. Sorry about my full mouth, but I don't love calamari generally. Jeff and London both really like it. And typically we'll just share an order here and there. I prefer not to look at the gnarly tentacles sticking out everywhere, but they like them. Jeff put it right. This meal, this calamari is a quote, adult version of calamari. Are you enjoying the Aggies? Fabulous. Are we enjoying the appetizers? Um, yes. The sauce and the bread and the peppers are amazing. The pomodori sauce is incredible, actually. I'll have some of that pepper, though. This, there's a whole pepper right here. Did I use this knife for that? Peppers, the peppers are really hard to cut. So I kind of slid everything off the top to cut it. Mm -hmm. 
see, I could make the bread like this on top or bread at home. So, what do you think about making bread loaves or buns or something? I bet with hand, I just haven't. Are you ready for that? In the oven? Oh, no. Yeah, you, so I just, made them one time. And to jeans buns. Why don't you just uh, get it to make the dough? Yeah. Then don't cook it. And then we'll make a, little, a few little buns, but it's a pretty small dough, right? I can make it bigger. Well, I guess you could probably get a mixer. You want one of those for a little bit? Or is that kind of extravagant? Very extravagant. Yeah. But I would use it now. You know what I think you would too? That I'm kind of coming into my own in the kitchen so much. I think you would use it too. If we never had this kitchen though, Jeff. This what? This kitchen. Like, I mean, I've always cooked, no question. Is it because of the stove? Yeah, the stove is so freaking great. Yeah. On. I might order another glass of wine for a happy hour. I am having another glass of wine. Okay, but yeah. I won't be able to drive. Add a lot of sugar to this. I can so taste it's it. not acidic. I can taste so it. So nice. It's so easy on your body. You can get this That's super weird. They have a TV there. Maybe for Christmas I'll buy you that. Right, that's Is it 400 right now? There's so much, Jeff. It's like the price of two times. How long is it? I mean, is there three sizes? I don't know. I would just want the entry level. I don't, I wouldn't want that. I don't want You only need mix. I know you all, we do the half, we buy that and they have 14 different settings and they only use one setting. Microwaves, everything. We've only used the one setting. Our little deep fryer. We just we just need to turn it on in time. I thought those onion rings would have been so good in there. We can. Let's just take the thing. We just crunch it, right? Oh, and then we mix it ourselves, then. No, no, you just leave it. Yeah, but if you take the thing out, does it still rotate? Because that's no. the paddle. Yeah, so then we have to kind of rotate them ourselves. Maybe flip them over or something. We should have that as a bedtime snack or like a midnight snack on me. We'll put them in this in the um stone. On a cookie on my stone cookie sheet, have them like big and we can do that too. So it's a weird like oh I just had such a rough night, right? Yeah. As some of you know, I bake bread at home one to two times per week. I've been doing this for about five years. Jeff's been asking me lately if I can switch up the bread, quote, loaves style, 
and make maybe smaller loaves or buns. Hmm, this might work if my bread machine could do this for me. Now he's talking about a mixer. Urch, we do not need another appliance in this house. Do you have a bread maker? The beauty is you don't have to wait around checking for rising and other timed events while making bread in a bread maker. The bread maker does the timing for you. You put your stuff in, four ingredients, and you hit start. Three hours later, you have fresh bread. You don't have to worry and monitor and turn it and punch it and whatever you're supposed to do with bread. I just let the bread maker do it. And then yesterday and the day before, my glasses were really bothering me back here. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, they took a dish. My other one is dead. Oh, really? Okay, so it happens very rarely, but this week... These don't go down, but my, my kind of went down, do. Yeah, because those are those racer backs or straight backs. And oh, it's just killing me. And then I put my sunglasses on in my car and it's pinching that, pinching someone. I'm going to wear my contacts. I thought like, it's like, holy shit, I have another option. Yeah. Okay, so change the topic. Recently, I went through a change phase with my glasses being comfortable and some days I deal with them bugging me all day, sliding down my face, pinching, pressing, whatever it is, but now I have another option. I went and got fitted for contacts, which was an ordeal in itself. Do you wear contacts? Do you like them or do you prefer your glasses? Have you been through this where you have to go and switch between glasses and contacts? What do you prefer? Do your eyes get dry? Can you wear them all day? Like, what a nightmare. I mean, it gives you another option to be able to wear contacts and then just put on a pair of sunglasses in the car. That's super nice. But my eyes get really dry. However, I love having the option. Wearing contacts, going back and wearing funky glasses is always fun. Changing things up. So I put my contacts in today because I'm like, I cannot go one more day wearing my glasses. And I put my glasses on this morning to work on the computer and they're different. So they didn't bother me at all. But they're ones I can't drive around with. They're like my close-up reading ones for stitching stuff. So I was just like, oh, all week it just was paining me in the back of my head. You could probably get them adjusted to fix that. I did get them adjusted, Jeff. Yeah. When I was in there. Maybe next time you're in, you can get it again. Well, I would like them to make them wider. Mm. I think that's what she says you can't because of how your prescription is and where your pupil distance is. You cannot change the curvature of the brain. Mm. We so can I try. You and I can try with a little bit of heat, steam. A little steam and stuff, maybe. London last night, she's so confused. She says to me, Mom, I need you to sing to me. I said, okay. I need you to sing Que Sera I said, okay. I said, do you have anything on your mind you need to talk about? No? I feel good? I said, oh, you have light, you have lightness in you? Yeah, I feel light. I don't know how else to describe that, right? You have nothing heavy weighing on you. Yeah. So she says, I feel light, Mom. I said, okay, come. So we snuggle up. Can you tell me a story? 
so I started telling her a story about um, when she had her baby sisters. Every night I lay with London and we read stories, share secrets, and things about our day. She sometimes gets on these kicks where she wants to learn and hear stories about when she was younger. So this night, we talked about her, quote, baby sisters. Their names were Chuni and Savannah. And sometimes she had a baby brother named Duggan. This went on for quite a while, like when she was around two, three, four, somewhere in there. I'd pick her up from daycare, school, and they would comment about London's, quote, baby sisters, knowing full well London was and still is an only child. And I said, and you're just like, Mom, my baby sister, her name is Savannah, Chuni. Once in a while, you had a brother named Duggan. Sometimes they lived in Australia. She remembers that? I was telling her, oh, I kind of remember it. I said, oh, yeah, I'd go to Kids to pick you up, and they'd be like, so does London have a baby sister? I said we'd drive around and you'd be like, Mom, that's where my baby sister lives. Some random house. My husband doesn't really react to this story, which kind of makes me laugh. He knows it very well, but it's nice to reminisce with your kids and listen to life from their eyes, hearing it in your opinion. Does that make sense? Anyways, it always makes me feel good inside. What did you think of part one? Describing bathrooms, hanging my new chandelier, quilting projects, other places we've been or want to go. Our appetizer full of gnarly bits of calamari. And the start of our entree while the room wafts of garlic. Such a fun day. Part two will come out next week as we sit and enjoy our meals, make plans and goals for our future. You'll get more of a glimpse of our life and our dreams. We talk about London and all this during our day date. What do you and your life partner talk about? Talk to you next Tuesday. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.